incredible passionate intensity. So who is Sherlock Holmes for you? If you have to describe him in just a few words, how would you do that? Sherlock Holmes is a, a man who um, has, like all great humans that one is fascinated by, has, a, has an air of mystery that you don't know everything about them when you first see them. What you first see is apparently a coldness. You can seem a bit impatient of human weakness, and so you're a bit afraid of him, and he's a, a bit alarming, and a, possibly he seems a bit arrogant. But then there come these sort of outbursts of insight, and so he's got this enigma, this mystery, this charisma, this power. He does something that we all love. He seems to see into your soul. He seems to see your secrets, but in a benevolent way. I suppose the reason we love Holmes so much, every generation, is that each generation since Conan Doyle wrote them has become more mired in unreason and in mess and in problems and in instability and a fractured and unstable kind of sense of what society is, the possibility of it breaking up and, and, and not lasting. And so the idea of this almost monkish but not mystical figure who sees and who can see the cause of things and unravel, you know, and unravel also means unknit, you know, it is this sense of the things being knitted up. And it's also in a, a world of gaslight and fog and coziness and handsome cabs drawn by horses and old London-style policemen. And, a policeman. and, and it, it just, there's a comfort, a real comfort. So it's, it's kind, it is escapist, but it also speaks to our deeps, I think. And we look at this whole canon, 72 hours the finished product is. Is that what it is? It's 72 hours, yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Um, what about someone that's a Sherlock Holmes virgin that's never read before, never listened to Sherlock Holmes before? Should they start at the beginning, or do you recommend that maybe they start with one of the novels, or they start with The Hound of the Baskervilles or somewhere else? Well, if you wanted to start at the beginning of Sherlock Holmes, you would start with the novel because it first appeared, you know, it first appeared, the great relationship of Holmes and Watson, in the novel A Study in Scarlet, which is a full-length novel. And that's a wonderful way to meet them because that's where they meet, so you follow their meeting. But like a lot of people, I first read the, some of the short stories in The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, for example, and just completely fell in love with them. You know, you get the marvellous, some of the really classic stories like The Red-Headed League and The Speckled Band and uh, The Scandal in Bohemia. And, and these are short stories, so you can decide whether you like Sherlock Holmes by listening to these. And then you can give yourself the treat once you know their relationship, because you don't need to know anything from the first short story you read, you know. These two men share uh, um, rooms in Baker Street in London, and one of them, Sherlock Holmes, is a consulting detective, and clients come knocking on the door and pour out their problems, and uh, Watson accompanies Holmes as they uh, go to find out who, who murdered whom or who stole what and where to find the jewel or whatever it is that the crime uh, uh, suggests has to be solved. All that's great. It's so easy to follow. And then you could turn to the meeting. You could say, I wonder how they met. And it could be more enchanting if you, if you come to that first meeting in A Study in Scarlet, perhaps after you'd tried some of the short stories. Or you may want to do it exactly in order as, as Conan Doyle wrote them and as they appeared in public. It's, it's, I think the great thing is it works either way. 
But of course, many people will be listening to this interview and, and listening to the collection because they love your voice from the Harry Potter series. Can you tell me some anecdotes about the recording process of those books? Well, the Harry Potter readings, we were, it was really interesting and fun doing them. But of course, Harry Potter, as it were, was not Harry Potter. When I began it, uh, Joe Rowling, J.K. Rowling had, had, uh, had written a, a novel and it was called Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. And a few people obviously read it. It was a successful children's book. But there we were. And my agent calls up and says, do you want to do an audiobook? It's a children's story. And I thought, well, that's easy. Children's <laughs> stories, you know. And the dog saw the bat and the bat saw the cat. And that was that, the end. There you go. I've read that. That's half an hour at most. And I get this book, you know, manuscripted uh, through the post, or it may have been in book form. And I think this is an adult length book. This is over 80,000 words, you know, which is a sort of average yeah. adult novel. So I thought, this is, well, oh well. But I started reading and I thought, well, this is really good fun. This is a boy and he doesn't know he's a magician. This is fun. There's a school for magicians called Hogwarts. That's a good name. I like that. It's like.